You are listening to The Current Podcast, the official podcast of UC San Diego's IT Services Department. I'm your host, Miguel Rodriguez. Today is Wednesday, November 17th. This Friday is the deadline for 2022 open enrollment. Get thee to ucpath.ucsd.edu to make your selections. We have exciting news to report. In less than one year, Process Palooza is set to return to the UC San Diego campus on November 15th through 16th of 2022, just under one year from today. Mark your calendars for another high-energy conference, competition, and collaboration experience focused on continuous improvement. If you'd like to join the planning committee, visit processpalooza.ucsd.edu and click the Get Involved section, and I will see you there. On to today's interview. Angie Liu is back with Tony Drake, and they'll discuss keeping a positive mindset during the busy and stressful holiday season. Thank you, Tony and Angie. No episode next week, but we will be back on December 1st. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you in ITS. Good day, podcast world. Angie Liu here, project manager, back for the third time with Tony Drake, ITS's own quality release management analyst for. And we're here to continue that conversation about a healthy lifestyle. Specifically, this episode is about navigating the holidays and how to stay focused on your wellness journey within the next couple of months. Tony, before we jump into that topic, I, of course, have to show gratitude for that October 27th Lunch and Learn session you just did. A number of people messaged me telling me how much they enjoyed it. Any comments on how you felt putting it on? I actually felt really good talking about it because it is definitely a passion of mine where I was able to not only share my story, but also receive some feedback, how others felt inspired by my story and also my journey. And just being able to give information to help other people to make an impact on their lives made me feel really good. Well, we thank you too, Tony, because that couldn't have gone on without you. And I'm sure Maria, Andre, and team appreciate you doing that. If anybody wants to check out the recording, I say contact her. Or if anybody's interested in doing a lunch and learn like Tony did, same thing. Give her a team's message. I'm sure she'd appreciate it. All right. For the main event, (laughs) we are here again to talk about basically how to stay focused right during the next couple of months, the holidays. I want to start with um, any advice you have for someone who wants to stay active during this very busy time coming up. Absolutely. So the advice that I like to give is wherever you're going to go for the holidays, you want to do a little bit of research ahead of time to find out if there's going to be gyms, if there's going to be trails for walking, hiking. What specific areas are you looking to do when it comes to activity and exercise? And then find that place and see if it's available to where you're able to use it uh, during the time that you're going to be traveling, especially for those that are going to be traveling whereabouts. Make sure you do the research ahead of time. That way you have it ready to go. What about people who have kids or will be traveling a lot, airports, flights, all that fun stuff? Right. So perfect example, uh, my wife and I, my daughter, we're going to be traveling out of town and we know where we're going to be staying. So we will have, well, we have one daughter, but for those who have maybe one or you know, more, uh, same thing, you still want to be able to plan ahead. 
I don't have a, a detailed schedule of like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But I do have a general idea of what I want to do. Mainly it's going to be uh, cardio exercise, making sure that I'm taking care of my heart, my cardiovascular system, because there's not a lot of places that are nearby that I can go to. However, making sure that I take my daughter out for a walk as well, or the three of us, my wife and, and my daughter, that we all get out and get some exercise during the holiday season. Just making sure that we're staying active because mm. it is holiday season and it's during the fall winter time where it's nice and cold and it's snuggle time and it's hot chocolate time. I understand all of that, but we can also stay active as well. And so we get the best of both worlds. That way when we come back to our home, we're not bringing back those okay what if people are saying i don't have any time for that i i could barely you know get out there for a few days and then i have to come back home already it's super stressful what about those people who are like uh, i have no time right there's a difference between having no time and making time Mm. and mentally you got to prepare for that right so when it comes to making sure that you can set aside time meaning if you have two to three days that you're going to be let's just say two or three days of vacation time and you're traveling there and then you're paying a visit wherever you're going to go and then you're coming back if there's not a gym around or a trail around you can still walk and you can run in place you can do jumping Mm. you can do uh, plyometric workouts you can do calisthenic workouts there's still things that we can do i like to use the term use the earth as your gym so whatever mm. is around you, you can use that and just still be active. You want to make sure that you're getting the blood flow through your body throughout the day, at least 30 minutes a day. So if you can make time for at least 30 minutes a day just to stay active, it's still a great start. Okay. Okay. Just 30 minutes, right? 30 minutes in a 24-hour period. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's doable. Tony, the other part of the holidays usually involve food right? Usually involves food around you all the time, especially in my family. My parents love to put like, you know, trays and trays out and they're always like, eat more. And they keep putting more on my plate. Mm -hmm. How do you navigate that kind of obstacle during the holidays? Right. Once again, prepare in advance, mentally prepare. And that, I believe that really goes first to mentally prepare because we already know what we're going to be faced with, right? My in-laws do the same thing. There's a ton of food, there's a ton of snacks out there. And my weakness is chips or my nemesis is chips, right? So I can be a <laughs> chip guy all day and everything is laid out. However, we mentally prepare ourselves to go out there and make sure that we're still able to enjoy the food that our family presents to us. However, make sure that we're limiting ourselves we're able to still get the best of both. Even though they may say, hey, here, take some more, take some more. It's always okay to say, I'll eat more later because mm. after a while we get so busy with the activities in our family, I don't think they're still thinking about that, right? So let's say if we're having lunch or we're having dinner and they're like, here, take some more. Come on, Tony, take some more. Well, I'll have some later right now. I'm just gonna go do this with this person in my family or go spend some time with my daughter then it's like, okay, 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 later on, okay? And the next thing you know, we're doing so many different things throughout the day. They've kind of forgotten, I've forgotten, and we just go on throughout the day. So we, don't, we want to make sure that what other people are trying to continue to feed us, we don't have to take it 
just because it's holiday season. We want to be able to take that same mentality and that same discipline that we have at our own home and bring it to their home as well. Mm. I want to hear specifically, how do you mentally prepare against your nemesis? Like, what are you telling yourself? (laughs) (laughs) So here's the other part too. This is why I prefer, I want to be able to make sure that I get this out there. I'm not on a diet. I'm not on a a specific beach body program, Hollywood diet or anything like that. I'm all about lifestyle, right? So I'll still be able to enjoy the chips or my nemesis while I'm on vacation and I'm with my in-laws. What I do is I make sure that I'm still getting cardiovascular exercise in the morning, right? In a fasted state to make sure that my body fat is still burning throughout the day. I make sure that I fill up on the healthy nourishment, the nourishing food first. This way, my body feels nourished, my body feels satiated. And then when I want to go have some chips, instead of taking three or four or five big bowls of it, I'm now taking maybe one bowl because my body already has been filled up with all the nourishing foods. So I still get the best of both worlds, being able to have my nemesis, but also making sure I'm still eating healthy and doing my exercise. Okay. Sounds good. Tony, one other part or one other obstacle within the holidays is stress, right? Stress alone, stress around family, stress around noise, stress around just whatever from traveling. How do we deal with stress eating? Okay. So yes, of course, all those things that you just mentioned can bring forth stress and the way to handle it. My advice would be just based off of experience. One thing that I would definitely recommend when it comes to those type of things is just to communicate. You don't want to hold anything inside of you and then let it fester in your, your mind and in your body. Meaning when I'm traveling and there are a lot of people at the airport and there's so much going on and people are running around or bumping into you, it's, I'm not saying to yell at them, right? But just take a deep <laughs> breath first. And then from there, if you're with somebody, you know, talk to them, just be like, hey, I just, I need to breathe it out real fast. I'm just getting a little anxious right now. And I want to make sure that we're good to go when we travel and let that other person just listen to you. And for those that are listening to that person that's letting it out of their system, let them, let, let them get it out of their system. Don't cut them off and try to give advice. They just want to get whatever stress and anxiety that they have out. And so mm. if you're that ear for that person, if you're listening to that person, you don't have to say a word to that person, but just listen. And that helps the other person who's getting that stress out of their body feel much better because if they don't have anyone to talk to, or if you keep cutting them off and trying to give them all this advice, most people will kind of turtle back in, go back into their shell and then hold everything inside. And then it makes it worse. So then when we get to our families and there is still stress going on of things that may happen, different circumstances, do the same thing. Talk to someone one-on-one, get it out of your system and talk in a common manner, meaning we're at home or we're, we're traveling, we're at our family's home. And so now there's things going on where I'm bothered, right? Or I'm, I'm anxious and there's, there's, there's so many things happening at once. Okay, this person that I'm talking to, tell them the situation and then just say, I need to take care of one thing at a time. Because if we try to take care of two to three t- things at one time, it's not going to work. We'll just get more anxious and more stress, which turns into eating and drinking more. But then that's a temporary mass that ends up lasting longer with regret because we try to mask something that just comes right back around and hurts us even more. So if you're able to talk about what's stressing you out or giving you anxiety, 
if you're able to do one thing and execute one thing at a time and then check it off your list, you'll feel much better in the long run because mentally you're getting it out. Physically, you're starting to execute. And then at the end, you'll be able to see the results and you'll be able to feel better. Yeah, I guess it all goes back to that whole mental preparation and just that mindset, right? Correct. Because when we're traveling and we're going different places, we have to remember there's a lot of different things or different terms or models where people will say, well, it's this. Well, it's that. It's, it's the holidays, so therefore this. But when we come back home and it's back to no more holiday season, then there comes regret because of those decisions that were made because of it's this. Meaning, well, it's the holidays, so I'm going to just go ahead and just kind of lax a little bit. And then 15 <laughs> pounds later, they're saying to themselves, why did I do that? And now they're regretting it. Mm. So it's almost like you set yourself up for regret when you could have taken action beforehand mentally and physically to say, when you do come back, you're still, you know, you may put on two pounds, but Hey, you, you were still able to look back and say, I got up every day. I did some activity. I made sure I ate good. I nourished my body. I got my thoughts out. I wrote things down. I checked them off and I feel good. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You'd feel better. Obviously, if you look back and you thought, okay, yes, I did the best I could, right? I follow some of these tips and yes, I gained a few pounds, but you know, better than gaining, <laughs> what did you say? 15 pounds? That's a <laughs> 15 lot, right? Pounds. Believe it or not, it's been a, a study a while back where during the holiday season, the average of weight gain is anywhere between 10 and 20 pounds. And that's wow. just in a couple months. Okay. Well, I, I have to ask this then, Tony, right? Let's say we aren't as disciplined as we wanted to be. Let's say we did gain 10 to 15 pounds and it is now after Christmas. What advice do you have for those people who kind of quote unquote fell off the wagon, but want to get back on? The first thing I would encourage is if you already know that you don't have that discipline, yet you're still making sure you're going out to plan for holidays, right? You're going to travel and everything. However, talk to someone beforehand. Have that accountability partner to make sure that you're staying on track. This way, you might not have to go to step two, right? But mm -hmm. if you don't have that option to have an accountability partner or someone who's coaching you and pushing you and challenging you, then for step two, if you do fall off the wagon, quote unquote, then that wagon is still going to be there for you to jump right back on. The wagon never leaves, mm. right? So if we're able to take that approach and put on the 10 to 15 pounds, we can remove that 10 or 15 pounds by getting right back on. And when we're in our routine at home that we normally take, it's going to come back off. The challenge is restarting. That's one of mm. the biggest steps that a lot of people that I've interacted with or coached with, the first step is always the hardest and that's just getting right back on track so if you're able to make sure that okay i am going to kind of kind of relax you know during the holiday season but come this date i'm going to make sure that i'm getting right back on track and, and move forward okay okay of course i have to ask this next then <laughs> you mentioned mm -hmm. earlier you're like people say oh it's the holidays you know it's this it's that what about the people that say, oh, I'll just wait for New Year's for that New Year's resolution, right? Like how, I, I think there's some numbers about like gym membership jumping up at the beginning of January because a, a number of us say that. What's your advice to those people? 
Right. So the, the, the quote or the term new year, new me, no new day, new you. Why mm. wait? What's the magic in January? There isn't. Right. So when I did my first weight loss journey, it was November 7th, 2005. When I did my second weight loss journey, it was April of 2019. There's mm. no magical number. There's no magical day of Monday. It's whenever you're ready to start, you start. It is a you versus you mentality. And most people, <clears throat> by day 15, when they make their New Year's resolution, by day 15 or before, majority of people quit because it's, it's too much or it's, it's too hard. Or will this happen or that happen? It's mm. like, start now whenever you want to because January 1 is not a magical day. The resolutions tend to fall off majority of the time. And you've waited that long to say, now I'm going to start instead of saying, I'm just going to start right now whenever mm. I want to. Okay. So you're not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> New Year's resolution. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the other part too, is when it comes to the term New Year's resolution, what are, what are we looking to solve just because it's New Year's? I'm going to stop this or I'm going to start that because it's a new year. But mm -hmm. if you if you look at it in a sense of a new day, we have 365 days instead of one day that starts on January. Mm -hmm. So when you start to adopt that mentality of I'm going to do something new every day or a new day, new me, and you develop new habits on a daily basis instead of doing a New Year's resolution that comes once around, you're going to see your growth far better if you do a new day compared to doing a new year. So New Year's resolution, I wouldn't say I'm not a fan of, I just don't believe in it. Mm, okay. Is there anything else you want to share with our friends in ITS before we embark on the next few months of, again, navigating the holidays? Absolutely. I would just say to mentally prepare when it comes to travel time, right? And just know that there may be days or times while we're traveling that we may not be able to execute as we planned. That's okay. As long as you mentally prepare for it and that you're able to at least execute while you're there, even if it's 50% of the time, make it happen. Instead of saying, I don't have time, make the time, write it down, tell somebody else that can hold you accountable and push you. And when you tell that person, tell someone who will tell you the truth, not what you want to hear. Because mm. when you're traveling with somebody, you tell somebody and you say, well, I didn't do it today. And they go, well, that's okay. Like, it's okay. It's the holidays. No, no, no. They need to tell you, hey, you told me you're going to do it. You better go out there and do it. Mm. So tell someone who's an accountability partner that's strong, who will tell you the truth and not what you want to hear. Also, when you're traveling, about and you're doing all of this season, just mentally prepare for setbacks. There will be setbacks, but how do you handle those setbacks? Are you going to drink the setbacks? No. You just say, okay, that's fine. Are you going to stress eat during the setbacks? No. You just say, okay, that's fine. I'll make sure that I execute the next day or I'll make sure I take care of this habit the next day. And then yeah. start to adopt the mentality of having a new day, new you versus a new year, new me type of resolution. When you start to make those changes and when you start to adopt those habits, your growth and the changes that you see and the results that you get will become much better and come much quicker than everything else that was mentioned. Thank you. That was amazing. I really appreciate that. The Pod Squad and I want to thank you for your continued contribution to our podcast. We really can't do this kind of you know thing without people like you contributing and sharing just great information with the rest of the department. So again, thank you so much. 
Thank you. I greatly appreciate your time. I sure hope you're enjoying this podcast. Remember to let your fellow IT services staff members know that this podcast exists. Get everyone to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you can get your podcasts. This podcast is a collaborative effort, and we want to hear from you. If you have any ideas for podcasts or topics, send them to me at its-podcast at ucsd.edu. That's it for today. Keep an ear out for the next episode of The Current Daily.